So, hey, welcome to the Flophouse. Now, normally here on this podcast, we talk about movies, usually bad ones, that we've watched and we give like a cheeky little review and have some laughs. (laughs) But we're doing something a little different tonight. That's right. You have tuned into a Flophouse mini episode, which means it's probably going to still be like an hour long. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm your host tonight, Stuart Wellington, and joining me for this very special episode are my co-hosts. Dan McCoy. Uh-huh. And Elliot Kalen, no lack of confidence about my name. <laughs> well, I was just waiting to Perfect. see who would Damn. go first, and yet, I, I mean, I seem to still pick up on my cue faster than you did, so... Uh. Uh, Dan, you're <laughs> the one who goes first. You're the lead. You're, if this was the Three Amigos, yeah. you'd be whichever one of those guys was the leader. Steve Martin, I'm guessing? or No, probably Chevy Chase. Now, he's the, one guys, who, he's guys, the bossiest. Uh, uh, this, this raises a good point, which is, um, now, Stuart's in the driver's seat this time around, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sure. Don't be mistaken by uh, me butting in, but I. This is the second flop house recording in the last couple weeks, and uh, I had very bad hay fever the last time, and then I was fine, uh-huh. and now I have a big attack today again. Um, so as I was saying to Elliot off microphone, I'm probably allergic to the podcast. That's fine. You know, like I have to live with it. Yeah, That's yeah. my cross to bear. Mm-hmm. But, um, I also am, I took some new allergy medicine today. Uh-huh. So the energy I'm going to be uh-huh. bringing is new allergy yeah. medicine, uh, side effects unknown. So I just want well, to. Uh, yes. But the thing is, your <laughs> but your new allergy medicine is cocaine. So I think we're going to see something a little interesting in terms yeah, of your energy levels. Yeah, that's the thing. You, you might the, think that all the sniffing... Josh Gondelman powder there. From... Yeah, he, he got a, he had a he got a prescription from Doctor Gondelman for 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 for, 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 for thirty cc's of Josh powder. Page yeah. Doctor G. Bolivian laughing powder. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, so I mean, for people, wait, hold on. Now I don't want to. For people who are not on Twitter all the time. And just know the very nice Josh <laughs> yeah. Gabelman from uh, appearing on our show. Uh, let us be clear uh-huh. that... That's uh, what he's best bit, known for. A bit that our, our friend Matt Koff started, uh, one of the other writers at The Daily Show, uh, asking people if he if he should try cocaine. Ironically, he doesn't... He's not, doesn't you know, he was never going to try the cocaine. Let's make that clear. But asking a lot. Yeah, then yeah. Somehow, <laughs> somehow detached from him and parasitically attached itself to Josh Gondelman. And now the Twitter bit is that Josh Gondelman, a very nice man who, to my knowledge, does not constantly engage or ever in cocaine, uh, is is known yeah. as the, uh, Twitter's number one cocaine fiend. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the white line demon. So as I mentioned, normally we talk about a movie, usually a bad one, but tonight we're going to do a little thing that I like to call, that's right, Two boy talking tube to two dudes tonight. That's right. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Stuart, one, no, one, I love it. It made perfect sense. That was perfectly clear more, and coherent. I know exactly what it is. One more time, maybe slower and, and clearer. I mean, normally I would just assume that our listeners being tech savvy uh, coolios 
we'll just go and then play it at super slow speed so <laughs> they can hear all, my, all the little Easter eggs. <laughs> there's, a, there's a listener. But you are, you are, uh, also, but, you are also the man, let's, let's just say, he, you, he, has that, he has the same confidence in the listener's technical ability as he had in the podcast search engine ability to find a, web, a podcast called Till Deaf Do We Party, <laughs> the hardest to spell Death Leopard podcast title in the history of audio entertainment. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the second hardest to spell Def Leppard podcast in the history of podcasts. So, um, the once again, this is the this is an episode of the show that I like to call Two Boy Talking Tube to Two Dudes Tonight. That's right. Uh, <laughs> two Boy, of course, being me, Stuart Wellington. No, uh, but- and Talking Tube <laughs> means that instead of talking about movies, guys, we're going to talk about the small screen and what we're watching on it. And Two Dudes, <laughs> well, that's you guys. And tonight, well, we're recording at night. That's right. Wait, why are you... Did you say Stew Boy or Two Boy? Tube. Okay, now Tube, we're right? getting Stuart. Uh, well, no, it's uh, to. I'm, I got to correct you both. You're both incorrect. It's Two Boy uh, because I, um, when I was a kid, I had difficulty pronouncing the S at the beginning of my name. Uh, so I would call. I would. I would say that my name was Tuart. And my father thought it was very funny to make fun of that, so he would call me Two Boy instead. Okay, well, uh, that would be okay, his like so, nickname. So, for me. Stuart, so we'll I talk about one, that I, off air. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I, owe I mean, Dan we can a, if we could talk about it on air, but I think right now we're focusing on talking about the small screen. That's well, first, right. First, television. I wanted to. First, I want to butt in just to. I owe Dan an apology. I thought that Stuart was calling himself Tube Boy, playing off of his famous character Tube Man from the Psycho Gorman feature film franchise, uh, yeah. and I thought that Dan not getting that was being foolish but if it's two boy a reference uh-huh. to a childhood nickname for Stuart that i have never <laughs> heard of us then i have to owe dan an apology you're right we need an explanation <laughs> that title made no sense <laughs> I, until now I, so i'm I glad we got, finally got the annotated version i was ready to let Stu just kind of bl- bust through it and not explain it thank you dan <laughs> yeah. i appreciate it i you apologize know what, well that's the thing like the thank you for being the bigger my, man my podcasting, guys. My podcasting is similar to some of the uh, the the near future speculative fiction of William Gibson, where he just starts writing, and you gotta follow along and assume you know what, that he knows Great. what he's talking about. So, uh, as I said, we're talking about TV, TV, the new movies, etc. So we're going to be talking about the the what TV that we're watching. That's right, oh. us, the Flophouse, and. Uh, I am taking a, I, you know, I have plenty of segments. There's going to be scoring involved. I hope you're all very excited. Okay. You, wait, scoring like, like, with, like music or scoring like there's carbon scoring on this droid that I bought? There's It's actually a third type of scoring, Elliot, oh, I think. I'm sex. glad that you brought up the first two. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, in a way, it's the sex of scoring points. Um, oh. And so uh, there will be points awarded, and uh, in honor of uh, what I think you have told me in confidence is your favorite of the awards programs, the Golden Globes, uh. <laughs> I have broken I've broken the television categories down into a couple different categories here. So the first one we're going to talk wait, about. Wait, I hear that police siren. It's arresting you for in- implying that either of us <laughs> respects the Golden Globes. We're uh, we're going to be talking about dramas. So Dan. What kind of dramas are you watching lately? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I wasn't aware that... Now, Dan, remember, he is, he is scoring you on this. I wasn't this, so. aware that, mm-hmm. that, that I was supposed to come <laughs> bearing this information. 
you get wait, you guys didn't get the email I sent you explaining what we're doing on no. Two Boy Talking Tube to Two Dudes Tonight. That's right. I, you know what? I think the only dramas. Okay, what? Dan. <laughs> okay. Dan, I'm going to take the pressure okay. off you. I'm going to I'm going to give you an example of how you're supposed to All do right. this. So I'll say, hey, so Charlene and I just yep, follow along. Just it's cool. Uh, so Charlene and I have been uh, doing a Sopranos rewatch. We're like. Uh, I think about halfway through season two, and you know, it's fun. Uh, we're enjoying it. I haven't watched it uh, since, I guess since it first came out, and certainly uh, since before I moved to New York. So that adds a whole new layer to, like, Sopranos-ness. Although it did make me look up on the internet, uh, what Sopranos character are you based on your Zodiac sign? And of course, I'm fucking Christopher Maltasanti. I could have oh told God. you that, buddy. I could have told you you're Christopher all the way. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's written on my face. Uh, so, I have. I, that is the show that I uh, have been watching. I now have to rate it. So you guys are going to have to do the same thing. I'm going to have to rate it. Is it... A, I hope you're taking notes. I sent it. This was all in the email I sent you. Uh, Was it A, very compelling? B, am I not ready for a commitment with this drama? Or C, this is just background noise. And I'm going to say, you know what, The Sopranos, you're very compelling. Oh, so that's the way. All right. So, so that was an example of the way I'm supposed to do it. I'm supposed to sort <laughs> yeah. of not. I'm just supposed to mention that I've been watching a show, not really say anything about the show, maybe digress into something else, and then I mean, give you're a, supposed a, to rate a it. You're supposed to rate it pretty. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Following that form as precisely as I can, then only only a game only a gamester like Stuart could come up with a competition so intuitive that it's just you instantly know how to play it. The interface, to the gameplay mechanics, just they just yeah. trip off the tongue. I watched uh, I watched the flight attendant uh, uh, on HBO Max, which I I suppose is more of a, a dramedy, sort of a. a thriller dr- with drama and comedy no, no, Dan, elements that's, that's a camel with one hump uh and uh yeah yep. we watched uh, it actually dan I'll, i checked it we're gonna we'll count it as okay, a drama thank it counts you. As a drama. so i watched that wait dan how long is it is it one hour long it, or 30 minutes long well you know it's it's direct to streaming so i would say it's 45 minutes long Ooh, dramedy length. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Halfway between thirty minutes comedy length and an hour drama length. Yeah. They didn't take advantage of the time to make it a full hour. Um, I, I hate to interrupt you, Dan, but I I'm gonna have to chime in here. I also watch that show, so I get a point for also <laughs> oh. watching it. Okay, continue. Okay, that's how it works. All right. Um, <laughs> and uh, to sort of digress, this is this is like playing every game that my. Every game my son has made up is like this, where he's just coming up with reasons why he gets points. And I'm like, I didn't know that. Okay. Uh. Um, and so to di- digress to like sort of a personal like note about it, I guess, uh, it, you know, the star Kaylee Cuoco, uh, Audrey and I watched all of uh, uh-huh. the Harley Quinn show and uh, thought she was uh, very good on it. We've, we've really come around on her. I think, think she's a really funny actor and i so i give it uh-huh. um a what is it i'm gonna i'm is gonna very marry compelling the show. are you not ready for, <laughs> <laughs> yep very compelling yeah you married the show yeah no, I do, you think, uh, do you think she has some kind of develop does she have like a development deal with hbo is that how uh with between flight attendant and harley quinn like 
Uh, it's possible because I just remember I actually listened to she was on the Conan O'Brien podcast. Let's you know, let's throw some publicity to the podcast that's huge and massive and much bigger than ours. Sure, but uh, sh- uh, she was on that and she said that she acquired the source material of that the flight attendant just she saw the the cover of the book and it, and it was like something about this compels me and had uh, them acquire it yeah. and she didn't actually really know all about what it was about and so uh that suggests that maybe she was the person who put it in development yes yeah that sounds a little bit like alex garland and uh and annihilation but whatever that sounds cool uh, and Alejandro and uh, Yodorovsky and Dune. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Dan, uh, I forgot. There's one more step to this process. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. What you now, uh, one thing. Do I get a duck uh, tank you, or something? <laughs> oh, no. You need to do, you need to perform an impression of one of the characters on the show. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> of that show? Uh, yes, on specifically the flight attendant, the show that you rated very compelling. Uh, ooh. there's the there's the one. Dan's working through his characters. I mean, I haven't seen the flight attendant. Is there a character that sounds like this? Like a character who's kind of not sure what to say and <laughs> is just kind of like figuring it out out loud. Uh, I'll be the hey, I'm the FBI agent who's wrong about everything but i'm confident about being wrong about everything because i'm a dude how about that wait okay and see now elliot now you now have to you're gonna have to rank you're gonna have to rank uh dan's performance is he a a chameleon (laughs) b a body snatcher or c madame tussaud Okay, so they're a little different in that Madame Tussaud, I assume you mean like lifeless like a wax dummy, not that he has the ability to craft copies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like yeah, lifeless copies. Yeah, of course, dude. What's wrong okay, with you? Okay, t- just double checking. Okay, then I'm going to I'm going to go with uh I'm going to say A a chameleon. I didn't mm-hmm. quite believe I was watching this character from a show I haven't seen, but I did uh-huh. believe that Dan had seen it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, isn't yeah. that the goal of okay. great acting? Okay. <laughs> to convince you that I saw a show that I said I saw. Mm-hmm. Let me put a point down for Dan. Okay, great. Uh, so, Elliot, I think it's your turn to talk about a drama. Give me a drama. What drama are you watching? Uh, well, uh, I'm watching... Uh, one of them is an HBO drama, but you already mentioned that one, so I'll I'll set it aside. We're re-watching an old HBO drama, but I... a show. Oh, that so you wife- get a point for also watching it. Okay, let oh, me mark great, that. Thank down. you. Uh, <laughs> the a, a wife, a, a a drama that my wife was a big fan of that I never watched is one Downtown Abbey, mm-hmm. which is the story uh-huh. of you know the the downtown art scene in a in an in an old British house, and starring Downtown Julie Brown, mm-hmm. starring Downtown Julie Brown, not Julie Brown the American Julie Brown, Downtown Julie Brown the British Julie Brown, uh, yeah. not not Earth Girls Are Easy Julie Brown, and the I, I had never watched Downtown Abbey before because two reasons one. I was worried it was I would had watched a later episode and I didn't know the characters and I couldn't get into it. And two, I do not like the video format that British television shows use. I'm sorry. I don't like the video the way it looks. It's just a peccadillo of mine. But mm-hmm. we started watching it from the beginning and now I'm really getting into it and I wanna see it we're very early in the first season, so I'm like, oh, is Thomas gonna get Bates fired? I know he's not gonna get Bates fired, but I don't like I'm always like, Ooh, Thomas, what are you doing? And uh so that's what we're watching right now, and I'm finding it 
compelling. I want to find out whether Bates is going to get blamed for Thomas stealing the wine. That's that's great. Now, Elliot, of course, you know the next step of this process since you've already nailed the uh, the ratings the rating process. Mm-hmm. Give us an impression of one of the characters of Downton Abbey. Now, this is very personal to me. I'm going to do an impression of uh, Lady Old Lady Downton, as played by Maggie Smith, because she reminds me a lot of my late grandmother who passed a couple years ago. Not in terms of being a rich snooty person. My my late grandmother was kind of the socialist Jewish version of this character. And so, if if, if I will, I'll try to 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 disappear as much as I can into Maggie Smith's character of. Uh, Lady Dowager Downton, Crowley, mm-hmm. whatever their name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, and scene. Okay, Dan, this, this, you're going to have to rank this. Oh. Is Elliot a chameleon, a body snatcher, or Madame Tussauds? Well, uh, okay. I I will um, I will say that I, I'm not sure if I uh, believe with the improvisation he did. Uh, because I think that uh, that character, if if I recall uh, accurately, is more of a sort of a withering remark character and less of a monocle uh-huh. get shattered sort. No, no. That, well, that was this. She was about to let loose with a withering remark, mm. but I was. I figured, hey, brevity is the soul of Maggie Smith. Let me just not not overload everybody the way you did with a very long description of the character, much in the way the character would never actually say yeah, in a scene. That's true. Uh, but if you'd like, I could do one of those. No, 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 Ooh, no, I'm, no. A, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an old-fashioned dowager, and I don't like all these modern things. Oh, dear. And this is, oh, well, if you're going to look <laughs> like that, then perhaps we should all die in a revolution. Well, I never. That kind of stuff. You know, I... That's great. So here's... This yeah, is the amazing. tough thing. I was I was gonna, like... I was like, Elliot's making a good point. I was gonna bump his grade up. And then he started making fun of me. And I was tempted <laughs> oh, to bump his grade back yeah. down. But then... Dan, but then this, no, 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 no. This no. is the test of a true judge, Here's Dan. the thing. Through, yeah. through therapy, I've realized that when presented with one of my own shortcomings, I shouldn't lash out in anger at the pers- person who presents it to me. Uh, I should uh-huh. uh, uh, listen to them and, and hear what mm-hmm. they're saying. And Elliot, that was a fair criticism of my impression, so I give you whatever the highest <laughs> bullshit rating there is. <laughs> oh, thank you, Dan. You know what? I, you are also a chameleon. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Okay, guys. So you know what follows drama, of course. That's comedies, and I'm gonna we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a snake draft on this one. So that means Elliot, you're back up again. Mm, What comedies are you watching right now, buddy? What makes you laugh? Uh, well, I watched (laughs) uh, I watched the first episode of The Great North, and I laughed a bunch of times at that. What's uh, what's the deal there? What's The Great North? That's a new Fox animated show. It's a family that's in Alaska. All right. And they live in Alaska, and they are relentlessly upbeat and positive. Well, you're working on a you you are working on a on a animated show, right? Were you wait Were you watching that for like uh, research purposes or merely because I enjoy animated comedy? Oh, and okay. but nice. actually, that's a good point. Housebroken they just announced it's going to start its premiere May 31st. That's the show I've been working on, uh, also on Fox. So if you want a show about dogs, that's the show to watch because it's about dogs. <laughs> that or the Westminster Dog Show, and that only happens look, once a year. Look, so yeah, it's it, the Puppy Bowl again, an annual event. So if you want dogs, you are shit up a creek if you don't watch this show. Uh, but so yeah, uh, yeah, Great North. Yeah, it was funny. But uh, uh-huh. I haven't been watching that many other television comedies lately. Although I should watch more of them because I live to laugh. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, Elliot, would you describe the Great North? Would you say it is chock full of nuts? <laughs> would you say it made you crack a smile? Or did it take you to frown town? <laughs> oh, no. I think it's certainly chock full of nuts. There's a hot, these are some very talented people working on the show. Very talented yeah. voice actors and writers and animators. There's a lot of laughs. If you like now, to laugh, you could do worse. Now it it sounds like you uh, it sounds like you've only watched one episode, so this next part's going to be a bit of a challenge. But Elliot, give us an impression of your favorite character from that show. Um, uh, I mean, there was a moose in the show very briefly. I don't know if it's going to be a recurring character, but uh, uh-huh. but you know me, I've always loved megafauna, and so mm-hmm. it's hard for me not to immediately choose that as my favorite. We have so many lost megafauna, you know. And there was that big die off about. 40 to 60,000 years ago or so. And uh-huh. it really bothers me that we don't have elephants on every continent. So seeing that as was, majestic... Uh, that was caused by Craven the Hunter, right? Yes, exactly. Sergei Cravenoff, I believe is his name. He was the world's greatest hunter, and he just went around killing, killing all those megafauna <laughs> until uh-huh. he eventually set his sights on the greatest game, Spider-Man. Uh, specifically, <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man uh-huh. uh, Maximum Carnage for the Super Nintendo. That was the greatest yeah. game. Now, uh, so I guess I'm going to do an impression of that moose, which goes like this. Okay, Dan, let, give me it's give me most... your hot take on this one. Chameleon body snatcher, or Madame Tussauds. Oh boy, you know what? Like the the problem here is really that I have very little sense of what a moose sounds like. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know whether there's a strategy on Elliot's part. Um, you know, I'm gonna pick a character that Dan cannot uh-huh. confirm in any possible uh-huh. way. But I, 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 I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and give him uh, whatever that high thing is again. Perfect. You're a chameleon, chameleon. again, Alan. Now, a, Dan. A chameleon, a known cohort of Craven the Hunter. So it yeah. is a little tie-in right there, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dimitri yeah, Smirkikov. Yeah, he's a little criminal guy with a little hat, right? He wears a little trench coat. So Dan, I mean, he does wear a trench coat. I don't know. The hat is not really like a trademark part of him. He's he's changed his face, but. Dan, mm. when you're looking to tickle your funny bone, uh-huh. what do, what have you been putting on the old uh, on the old TV? Uh, I, am I just I like I feel like I watch things, but I'm looking at like a literal list I keep so that we don't lose track like, and forget that we're in the middle of like a series or something. And um, it's pretty sparse here, man. Well, you said you were going through a big Tosh rewatch, <laughs> no. right? No, yeah. you know, like here's a, I mean, uh, that's gonna that's a later category called late night topical comedy slash variety. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I have been watching uh, Mr. Mayor. I wouldn't say I think it has its feet yet, uh-huh. uh, but I have enough faith in like a Tina Fey, Robert Carlock show that uh, our friend, our mutual friend Sam Means also worked on, and like mm-hmm. it's got Ted Dance and Holly Hunter. Like I figure eventually it's gonna find something. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna take a little point there because I'm also watching that and I think Bobby Moynihan is uh, is really great in it. If like if it feels like they're letting him, uh, they're taking taking the handcuffs off him and letting him just go crazy. Yeah, I think I think uh, <laughs> once they figure out that um, these are maybe not like like <laughs> that the political takes are not necessarily the best on the show and and they should uh-huh. just focus on it as a workplace but comedy i think uh i think it'll figure itself out yeah oh i was i was nervous you were gonna say that they should put the handcuffs back on bobby moynihan I'm oh like, no he's, no, he's, he's already he's very, served his time good. dan <laughs> i think you're right dan that i think i think the more it covers the workplace and the personalities the stronger it is yeah
Although I think it is, it is, it is, it now is a time for, finally, for a TV show that takes down those non-white people who are always trying to keep rich idiots from running the show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, Dan, when you say uh, Mr. Mayor is chock full of nuts, did it make you crack a smile or did it take you to frown town? Uh, I, right now, it's a, it's a good uh, smile cracker. Uh-huh. It's- Smile okay. cracker sweet. Yeah, with the Yeah, with the potential of being chock full of nuts. I like it. Uh-huh. So that's well, what like the Ritz with just a dab of chocolate on it? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh yummy. That's a treat. Uh well, guys, I've been watching a show that is uh that's on the same comedy block as Mr. Mayor. That's right. I'm watching Superstore. It's in its final season. Uh, it's been pretty consistent. It started off, you know, kind of like a, like an office clone. And I feel like it's kind of become much more than that. Uh, it's got a great cast. Uh, and it is also a very pro, uh, organized labor, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, or at least in general it is. I mean, I think this current season takes some weird twists, but whatever. Um, and, uh, all the cast is great. I would say I would say chock full of nuts. Check it out. It's uh, it's pretty funny. And uh, an impression I will do. Mark McKinney playing the character of Glenn. Hmm. Well. Hmm. Okay, guys. Am I a chameleon, a body snatcher, or Madame Tussauds? I mean, it's I haven't seen Superstore, but it certainly seems like the kind of character that Mark McKinney could play. He himself is kind of a chameleon. He can do anything, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I did give it a shot. wasn't quite for me. I think that's accurate, though. Yay! So I'm yeah, a, chameleon. a chameleon, baby. Thank you. Maximum Fun is a network by and for cool, popular people. But did you know it also has an offering designed to appeal to nerds? A show for nerds? On Maximum Fun? The devil, you say? It's true. It's called The Greatest Generation, and they review episodes of a television program for nerds called Star Trek. They've reviewed TNG, DS9, and are now reviewing Voyager. Hey, Star Trek. My daughter enjoys that program. Well, if she enjoys that, and she enjoys humor of the flatulent variety, might I recommend she subscribe to The Greatest Generation? Hey, are you calling my kid a nerd? Why, I oughta... Well, gotta go! Become a friend of the DeSoto by subscribing to The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org today! Does our podcast deep dive into the weirdest Wikipedia pages we can find? Yes! Do we learn about scam artists, remote islands, horrible mascots, beautiful diseases, and mythical monsters? Yes, 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 absolutely, and yes. Do we retain any of this knowledge? Eh, probably not. I'm Emily Heller. I'm Lisa Hannawalt. We make art and comedy and TV shows and also the podcast Baby Geniuses. For the past eight years, we've been trying to learn new things about the world and each other every episode. But let's be honest, this podcast is mostly about two friends hanging out, shooting the breeze, and making each other laugh. We're horny, we like gardening and horses, and we get real stupid on here. But like, in a smart way. Yeah. Join us every other week on Maximum Fun. Baby Geniuses, tell us something we don't know. Now, now I noticed that Dan did not do an impression of anyone on Mr. Mayor. Uh, That's true. What oh, I... man. Uh, I gave Dan a little bit of extra time to cook one up. Let's see if it's mm-hmm. ready to so come out of the oven. this is mostly, uh, unfortunately, this is mostly a visual impression. Uh, Perfect. Which doesn't okay. work for the podcast, <laughs> but um, I'm going to give you a little bit of, uh, of to dance in the mayor. Like, here's a, here's a little. Uh-huh. 
Okay. Dan's, yeah, he's kind of pointing with his finger. Uh-huh, yep. And that is a really good what? Ted Danson. Yeah. To be honest, that was <laughs> really good. Thank you. He really what? captured, like, a, a Ted Danson mannerism, or Danerism, as we call it. Yeah. Uh, that was really good. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's chameleon-esque, sure. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Uh, guys, it looks like we have a brief interruption here. We have a mini-game. <laughs> that's right. A mini-game oh. that... I like to call like an ever-flowing stream. That's right. There's so many streaming services out there, and there's so many original programs on those streaming services. I'm going to list a, a, the name of a program, and you're going to have to tell me which of the big three streaming services it oh. is an original for. Is it Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. okay. Netflix, or Hulu? That's right. So the first one, guys. Remember, your the possible answers Wait, are hold up. Do we, Netflix. Do we buzz in? What's the? How do we indicate whether we're? Uh, just just shout just it shout out. Shout it out. Okay, just shout great. it out. Real glad, Dan, uh-huh. that you're you're making sure we have all the mechanics of this BS game. <laughs> yeah, it's important. Down. BS means. Uh, Look, I didn't want to be disqualified and, uh, on a Brilliantly smart. This brilliantly smart game. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. This is the name of the first mm-hmm. uh, television program. Is it on Amazon Prime, Netflix, or Hulu? The name is Shut Eye. Netflix. Elliot, do you have an answer? Shutter? It is on Hulu. Oh. Oh. Now, I will oh, give you bonus points if you can tell me anything wait. about the show. I can. I okay. think I can. Okay, it's the story. No, hold on. <laughs> it's the story of a guy whose eyes refuse to shut. The title is ironic. All he wants is a little Shut Eye. Uh, no, no, no. This is this the... It's loosely based on Nikolai Gogol's The Nose, but they realized, they found early audiences did not like the idea of a nose that has a mind of its own, so they changed it to eyes that have minds of their own. And the eyes are voiced by uh, two of the Wayans brothers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Marlon and, uh, and, and Damon. Damon's back. Oh, wow. Jeffrey Donovan's on this. Yeah, I is this the... This is the, this is the Burn Notice guy, right? And it's he's like... Uh, yep. It's like they're like grifters. They're like grifter fortune tellers. But he actually gets yep. like some sort of second sight, I think. Yep, yep. Good job, Dan. You get some extra, you get some bonus points there. You okay. get a bonus point for knowing that. Okay, so number two, light as a feather. I believe that's one of Is these. Is that on Amazon Prime, Netflix, or I Hulu? I think that's one of those Hulu fright things they did. Those like one-off like sort of scare things. I'm going to say Bang. Netflix. Dan, you are right again. It is on oh. Hulu. Two seasons, 26 episodes. Oh. Can you tell me? Uh, I guess you actually, and you already said, it's a supernatural thriller. Anything else? Can you tell me any no, other, I, any, I can't. anything I else? Can't. Um. I'm going to say Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Okay. Uh, Dan, you're doing pretty well on this, actually. You are a streaming demon. Oh. So the final <laughs> one is, is this final show going to be on, was it on Netflix, Amazon Prime, or Hulu. The show is called Reprisal. Crackle. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say Amazon because I don't think we've had one of those. Nope, it's on Hulu. Uh, by the way, guys, this segment, like an ever flowing stream, is brought to you by Hulu. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> you're giving it away for free. I know. So, uh, can you tell me anything about reprisal, Dan? Uh, I assume that someone is taking some sort of revenge for something. That's true, <laughs> and that somebody is Abigail Spencer. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. Back to the normal game, guys. So, Elias has uh, some, this sort of like dis- <laughs> disbelieving laugh. That is one of my favorite. Like, it's sort of like grudging. But also, sort of like, like, like it's like the laugh version of okay. I guess that's what we're going with. I mean, it's it's basically I mean, it, that, it's the laugh that says I don't like it, but damn it, I respect it. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. Oh man, I can't I believe mean, I tricked Elliot to do this. That it's like that it's like a, a made up game show that we were not notified about ahead of time, and that it, Stuart has, made, has, has set up mini games that have. He really is an like an insidious game master. He's a yeah. I just it's it's one of those it's it's one of those things where you're waiting at any moment for Scoop to be like anyway that's all. But there's more. Okay, we're on to the reality television <laughs> category. Dan, what kind of reality TV are you? You know, it's uh. You know, ever since the real world took the took the TV oh, world by storm, what? reality TV has been <laughs> this format is <laughs> a big part of now. Stewart is just auditioning streets. to be a host at the Emmys. <laughs> what? Okay. What am I watching in the reality like zone? Like something I liked uh-huh, that, yeah. that I watched? Yeah, yeah. or not? Um, no, because. Um, Stuart, uh, our mutual friends, John and Mary, uh, I do like a, a group watch night with them and Audrey uh, and where we've just been sort of running down uh, reality shows. And the you, you either need uh-huh. something that's really genuinely good or like really like dumb as shit. Like that, those are your sweet spots. Anything in the middle I find kind of unbearable. But um, I did like... Uh, Encore on Disney Plus, where they reassemble uh, high school musical casts of 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 real life. You, you know, like it's like a high school reunion of this cast, and they put the show on after like a week of rehearsal, uh, mostly playing their old roles when possible. Uh, some episodes are way better than others, but it's a lot. And of by fun. old roles, do you mean like the roles they played as high school, like? who they were in high yes, school they were. as opposed to who they were yeah, in the performance. The, the popular kids, the loser, yeah, the dorks. No, 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 yeah. I meant, yeah, no, obviously, not obviously, I meant their old roles not so- in the sh- <laughs> in the show. Um, but, but do they fall into their old behaviors as well? Well, no, I mean, that's the thing about it is, like, watching it, you see what the experience is. Like, when I went back to my high school reunion, I had this, I still have this chip in my shoulder, I realized, where I was just like, because I, like every other human in the world, like, felt like he had a shitty high school experience, you know, Uh I came back being like, I'll show everyone, and then I'm like, what am I showing them? Like, everyone's, like, really happy to see me, they're all very nice, like, everyone's nice, everyone, like, gets past it so, so much, and, like, I think it's mostly, like, a... And Dan Dan Aykroyd didn't show up and try and marry you? I, I just liked seeing, yeah, like people had sort of like gotten past it mostly. Uh, it was like the people who were still hanging on to the high school drama were the most insufferable. Like the worst episodes had people who were like still upset about something that happened to them back then. And it's like, look, that stuff sticks with you. I'm not saying it doesn't, but come on, you have to move past past it. Like you're on TV, man. Chill out. Just enjoy yeah. it. 
You know, just sing that song. But do you think the producers were like getting them all liquored up before they went on to perform in, uh, I don't know, like the Music Man? What what shows are they doing? Uh, they did like uh, Godspell was one. Of course they Greece. did. Yeah. They did like Day o by Cal- Day. Uh, yeah. Probably O Calcutta. Uh, uh, Ragtime. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff. About a lot and it's of, all, a, it's a all whole, musicals, a whole night right? of, uh, a night of Spalding Gray and Eric Bogosian monologues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it is all musicals. You got to get the singing in there these days. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, Dan. Well, you're going to have to give me a rating here. Let me just pull up our, our ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say this, uh, this show is Who Needs Actors? Or if it's on, okay, that's fine. Or What Is Wrong With The World? <laughs> Uh, it's the real spectrum of human emotion uh -hmm. yeah i think you know even though i liked it i i think i'll still go with if it's on okay that's fine okay yeah not a bad one uh we'll forego impressions on this one since uh it's gonna be uh you know it's a reality Mm -hmm. show elliot uh, what kind of reality shows are you watching? I'm guessing some kind of a competition where somebody, uh, you know, uh, tries to perform Jeopardy questions and win the day. I mean, that's just Jeopardy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I call that a reality show. That's a game show. Um, are you saying that you're but, not real? I mean, but they're not Elliot? like playing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's dude. a good. No, that's a good, true. I wasn't playing the character of Elliot Kalen, Jeopardy contestant. I mean, I was, but I was not. I was so focused on my character, and that's why I was so late on the buzzer saying, constantly. Uh-huh. Yeah, only in the sense that we're all playing characters every moment of the yeah, day. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That life, all you know, the that, world's that, a stage. Uh-huh. Yeah. All the world's a stage. Exactly. Uh, ironically, as we record this, actually, I haven't seen last night's episode. A friend of mine, uh, as of last week, was the current Jeopardy champion, and. Each episode, I couldn't help but being petty and be like, well, if that was my episode, I would have won on that one. Like, yeah. he's, he's won two episodes in a row by losing less than everyone else when nobody knew the final Jeopardy answer. And both times I was like, I knew that question. I would have won <laughs> yeah, on that. If but, I had gotten the category Elliot's favorite pizza toppings, I would have won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pepperoni all the way. Pepperoni anyway, and none. So, <laughs> uh, it, there's a thing called caramelized onions, Dan. I'm oh, you, not sure you're aware you do, of it. You do like but, caramel. No, I'm just I am I am extrapolating from what I know of your picky eating habits, which uh, to oh, no, be fair, I have like gotten anything. way better over the course of uh, the time I've known you. We all we all grow up, guys. Yeah, as I get older, I find my tastes expand mm-hmm. in every direction. Uh, musically, food-wise, entertainment-wise, sexually, mm-hmm. uh, in every different way. And so I'm just, it's part of growing yeah. up is introducing new things into your life. Yeah. Speaking of new things, I don't watch reality <laughs> TV. I don't really like it very much. <laughs> so the closest I come to reality TV is like, we're big Top Chef viewers in in this house, but uh-huh. I think see that more as a competition show. They have kind of... Squeeze. They've kind of filtered out a lot of the reality-ish elements over the years to make it a more respectable show, uh, and so the only thing that really applies otherwise is like finding your roots because we're big genealogy heads over here. We love finding out who famous people's ancestors were, but otherwise, you know, nothing much. Uh, I well, I'm gonna mark down an extra point for myself because I also watch Top Chef. Uh, Dan, what about you? I watched Top Chef when it was on. Cool. Uh, or, okay, I mean, I guess it's me... still on. I just. I'm not mm-hmm. currently watching. Uh, Top did you guys? Chef. Did you guys watch? Did you guys watch Padma's show? The I did. I liked a lot of it. Yeah, it was great, right? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I didn't see oh, the whole man, season, what but I, what I what I saw most of it, and I really liked mm-hmm. it. Yeah, 
the one thing I it was it was in, so but it was one of the things where it was like I'm not as interested in food as I am in human beings and how they live. So every time they would go into the yeah. kitchen to cook something, I'd be like, okay, fine. I don't need to see close-ups of every ingredient. Just tell me more about the people. Huh. The And it, it was one of those things where I think, I mean, it, it came out like shortly after the start of the pandemic, right? Yes, uh, I think so. And so a lot of the episodes I was like, oh man, I want to go and support that restaurant. And of course we can't. And I'm hoping that they'll be around when, uh, you know, I can go to those towns. Yeah. Yeah. On a lighter note, it was nice to see Padma's sillier side on the show sometimes. That's it true. was a serious show, yeah. but we got to see her joke around a little bit more. I feel like on Top Chef, sometimes she's in a joking mode. Sometimes she is very much not in a joking <laughs> mood. And for those contestants, they must just live in fear of what kind of day it's going to be. Because Tom, at this yeah. point, is always in a joking mood. He's always, he's kind of like the class clown these days, but uh-huh. Padma, you never know whether she's going to be a stern headmistress or the fun teacher who's willing to laugh it up with the students. Yeah. Uh, so, Elliot, would you say... Watching Top Chef, it made you think, who needs actors? Or if it's on, okay, that's fine. Or what is wrong with the world? Uh, I mean, I guess the first one, because I like this show a lot. I've been watching it for years, mm. but, it's, I, yeah. but it's not like I would want all the shows I watch to be Top Chef. <laughs> I didn't even want to watch that Top Chef desserts spinoff, even though I did, you know. Oh, yeah. Charlene, uh, Charlene's childhood friend was in like uh, the first. Did they do multiple seasons? Just I think one they only season? did one season because that show was did not work very well. And there was one episode of that show that was one of the most one of the most um, profound hours of television I think I've ever seen. Because uh-huh. uh, first, the, you know, the way the Top Chef is set up, for people who are not aware, there's a quick fire, uh, quick competition and then there's yeah. an elimination competition later on, uh-huh. and someone is cut from the competition after that. In this episode, during the quick fire, one of the people involved had like a medical emergency and had to be removed from the show. And then during the elimination, they were about to kick off one chef, and then one of the other chefs was like, you know what? This is too much pressure for me. I don't like it. I'm just going to leave the show. I don't really want to do this. And the judges you could tell, did not know how to handle this. They were like, uh, but yeah. you did really well. We were going to keep you on. She's like, you know what? This is just not the way I want to spend my time. I just want to focus on my work. And so they're like, uh, okay, I guess we can't kick off two peoples and we can't force you to stay here. Like we don't have the legal power to yeah. force you to be in this competition. Yeah. And it was just seeing the judges so at a loss to control their own show. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's life. You can't prepare for everything. Like sometimes things just happen. I, I, it, like it hit me on a level that no, uh, that very few, other shows have but otherwise it was not a very good show and it didn't work that well you know yeah and and didn't uh didn't one of the hosts uh like johnny uzini turn out to be a creep i, I don't know that, i don't really I remember that also helped. i mean it's not i don't think it surprised anybody um okay yeah. so uh it's uh it's now my turn of course guys talking about reality tv i cannot talk about uh any show other than Catfish! That's right, Catfish. (laughs) You Uh, you love Catfish, yeah. I watched so much fucking Catfish. And, you know, at first I thought it was going to be, you know, the premise of it is these uh, uh, hosts are investigating uh, potential fraudulent uh, internet relationships, uh, whether it's a fake internet relationship that's set up by somebody who's just lonely or if it's a scammer. And at first I thought it was going to be uh, a lot of like gotcha moments and a lot of like laughing at people that, uh, you know, 
are uh, you know are presenting themselves differently or whatever. But it turned out it turns out to be a show where like the hosts are very understanding when uh, they seem to be very understanding, even when somebody is like clearly lying about who they are and misrepresenting themselves. The hosts are still like trying to help that person get to the bottom of why they have to. Uh, do that and what's missing in their life. And I find it to be a really charming show. Uh, and obviously I watched a ton of it uh, all at once. So it all has blurred together, but there's some really intense episodes in this most recent season. They managed to do uh, like the quarantine episodes, uh, which unsurprisingly, there's a lot of people catfishing other people. Yeah. This must be uh, a gold, a gold mine era for the, for the catfishers out there. Cause you never have to meet the person. You know. Yeah, and I, I figured the, I, I thought that the episodes might not be as good because part of the charm is watching Neve go up to the front door and knock and have to like actually like confront the person. But there there's something even more nerve-wracking about knowing that the person is about to, like, when you see the little box and it's like, so-and-so is joining the Zoom call, and you're like, who the fuck is it going to be? Uh, now, did yeah, you start so. watching it because you thought it was going to be about Catfish or Stevens? I did actually. That's I. I miss. I thought it was. Uh, well, what had happened was I went on my uh, on Hulu, of course. Once again, the sponsor of <laughs> like an ever flowing stream, and I had uh, I clicked on catfish because I thought I was ordering my dinner mm. of catfish. Oh, that, that <laughs> makes sense. Hulu and I. <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, you know, who knows what's going on in my head. To be to uh, be fair, <laughs> the name Hulu does not tell you this is a television entertainment. Service. No, but <laughs> it could be presumably, anything. like this is not Stuart's first time using Hulu. Maybe it was. I don't know. We don't know that. But look at it, Netflix. <laughs> it tells you what you're getting. You're getting a net full of flicks. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Amazon Prime less less clear that you'd be getting. It makes you think you're getting meat from South America, which uh-huh. is delicious. They, they've unfortunately destroyed the rainforest, but the result is great. Yeah. A beef for the rest of us, yeah. uh, but Hulu. What, what does that even mean? You yeah. know, it's, a, net, it's, a net full of flicks makes me think of the time uh, shortly after we reopened the bar for uh, out, like you know uh, like pickup service. I saw Michael actor Michael Shannon walking down the street with a big crazy beard carrying a net full of beers, <laughs> like he had just like fished them out of the river. It was really awesome. I just had an idea for a future mini that I am writing to myself and putting in a sealed email. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, sealed because oh, you, wow. you want to keep the post date on yeah. it in case someone tries to steal the yeah. idea you can sue them? Copyright, baby. Uh, okay, so I will, of course, give Catfish the rating of who needs actors uh and i will earn some bonus points for myself by doing an impression that's right uh i'll be neve from the show catfish uh hello hey this is neve i have a show called catfish you might have seen it it's on mtv well uh i'm been talking to uh, Dan, mm-hmm. I, you know each other on the internet, uh, and he. <laughs> we, I was hoping that we could maybe set up a meet. Uh, do you think that's possible? Scene. So Very guys, well am done. I a, thank, thank you. Uh, yeah. Now, based on, you've never seen the show before, right? Mm. I've seen, I saw the movie. Oh, okay, that also features Neve. The, actually, the yeah. real reason I started watching it is because... Uh, Neve's co-host for quite a while 
uh, was this guy Max, the director of the movie We Are Your Friends, which we reviewed on the podcast, and is a, an acquaintance of my wife Charlene. They like huh. went on a study abroad program to uh, St. Petersburg, Russia together. <laughs> Well, uh, you should. I wish hey. you had disclosed this conflict of interest at the time. I'm afraid that, and, and uh-huh, also that your wife is a potential uh, national intelligence. Threat, yeah, we're gonna uh, have to turn yeah. made a Russian talk asset. to Flophouse yeah. HR yeah. about this, but um, yeah, uh, we'll handle yeah. that. I mean, I feel like you should go higher than HR. <laughs> now, normally, normally we would touch on the final category uh-huh. here. That wait, would wait, be Stuart, late. Actually, can I can I get a bonus point real quick? Can I? I'll do my impression of the music they play on Top Chef when they when the contestants that are on the bottom are waiting to hear how, how much they screwed up in their dishes? Yes. Okay, that's my impression of that. <laughs> Dan, what are you thinking? Is Elliot a chameleon? <laughs> Is he a body snatcher or a Madame Tussauds? Uh, um, well, you know, I feel like we need some more like musical categories. I'm going to call him... <laughs> I'll say he's uh, the 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 John Williams of this game. Wow. Okay, that's I was I was hoping just to get Bobby McFerrin yeah. of this game, but thank you. Uh-huh, that's good. not bad. But I, one of the things I do like about Top Chef is they've been using the same music CD for every <laughs> season for years, and they almost and every every now and then they'll introduce a new song, and I'll be like, new song, and then I'll never hear it again. I'm like, I guess it didn't make friends with the old songs. <laughs> like it. it <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let me uh, let me just so normally we would go into the normally? final category of normally <laughs> this <laughs> thing we've never done before and we'll never do again. <laughs> yeah, nor- on the normal uh, episode of two boy talking tube to two dudes tonight. That's right. We would uh, we would hit the the final final category, which is late night topical comedy slash variety. But I feel like uh, we'll give that. We'll have to save that for the next uh, next episode, uh, guys. Let me tally up the points. Up, uh-huh. oh, it looks like I won. Whoops! Uh, sorry, <laughs> Whoops. I beat you guys at my own game. <laughs> I mean, if that's Oops. really an accident, there was a, Oops! All points. There was a thing that you could have done to prevent that from happening, but. <laughs> I mean, it's, okay. it's it's rare. I will say, in Stewart's defense, it's rare that the host of a show is also a contestant on the show. Not since when Ben Stein's money, and even then, Ben Stein wasn't asking the questions yeah. when he was answering them during also, that round. Also, I mean, another uh, if we're talking about flawed game game, game mechanics, uh, having uh-huh. us uh, rank our competitors <laughs> might be a problem. I think. Yeah, yeah it's like that's true. it's. It was like that moment on that uh, that game on that show, Instant Hotel, where the owners of Australian Airbnbs uh, stay at each other's Airbnbs and then rank each yeah. other. Uh, yeah, the moment when they realize that not only do they get to rank the person's Airbnb, but the hosts of the Airbnb get to rank the other people as guests is the like silliest point scoring thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I, that also that show is that wild. Is a show. I, you know, I usually hate any show that has anything to do with real estate it stresses me out and but audrey was watching like binging this over the course of a day and it has really you know all said and done very little to do with real estate everything to do with how like weird all these people are and the one person yeah that first season is so good like like uh gives the guests like bad points because like one of them didn't have a margarita or something Mm-hmm. Yep, that's totally fair. It's in the rule yep. book. 
I feel like I feel like I'm miss right now. I'm between seasons on a show, and I am really missing learning about these shows through my coworkers because like I didn't have to watch Love Is Blind because I would just get the update from my coworkers, and I feel like I didn't even know about this hotel show. And if only I had coworkers, they'd be telling me about it every day, and I'd I'd get the I'd get the fast facts, yeah. you know. Which would leave time for me to do things like watch Fitzcarraldo, which is how I spent the last few dishwashings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess oh, we're going to do Fitzcarraldo on the Flophouse, guys. Uh, the secret's out. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. I guess you, you just <laughs> teased everybody. Tease, tease the next movie. Uh, well, thanks so much for playing, guys. Uh, this has been You're the welcome. Flophouse. This has been the Flophouse uh, mini, mini episode. That's right. Two boy talking tube to two dudes tonight. That's right. Uh, I'll see you the next time we record one of these. But until then, I'll sleep in my grave. (laughs) Not that it's the I'm Ellie Kale and that's Dan McCoy. Not that it's the not not that it's the only flaw with the title, but I feel like the that's right is a little tacked on. (laughs) Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, so Elliot, would you say the okay, you guys? Both of you guys can answer this. I think I'm ready to open myself up. Would you say the the title for this episode was super good? Let's change the official name of the podcast. Uh-huh. Is it B, okay, it's fine for a mini, but that's it. Or C, throw it out of there. Jordan, edit this shit out. Uh, oh, no, it's a, I mean, Dan, you go first. I mean, I, you know, honestly. Su- wait, 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 wait. Let me just, I got to get prepared for this. Okay. Okay. Wait. Okay, okay, I'm right. Honestly, okay. I think it's super good. The only problem I could foresee with changing the name of our podcast to that is that everyone uh-huh. else would see that there is no better title possible. Then they'll start <laughs> naming all of their yeah, stuff yeah, the yeah. same no, thing. Yeah. And then at yeah, that point, yeah. the, the whole idea of titles is useless. And yeah, and now someone someone walks into a store and is like, "I'll have two boys talking to with two guys that tonight." That's right, and they'll be like, "Do you mean the cereal, the toothpaste, the animal, uh, the movie? Yeah, yeah. I don't, no, the magazine? Yeah. I don't, it's the book. I don't. I don't know what you're asking for. The cement brand, the ice brand, uh, the brand of pipe cleaner. I don't know what that uh, scotch tape, uh, prescription yeah. medicine, five hour energy, I, I supplement. I don't Jordan know what it fade is. Fade out here." Are you asking? Are you asking for the, the, the two boy talks to two guys uh, brand of condoms, or are you talking about the chewing gum, or are you talking about those little toys that come in the balls that you get at the grocery store when you put twenty five cents in? It's probably seventy five cents now. Are you talking about the soda, the energy drink? <laughs> Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.